Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and we're glad to have each and every one of you. This election year is bringing more people to listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And if you're one of our new listeners, thank you for listening. And tell your friends and neighbors and send this link out to all your friends and neighbors. We appreciate our listeners. And we got a treat in store for you today. This is on the spiritual side, Sid Roth. He has a, a big following. On it's called it's supernatural, and you can, it's on a YouTube station and on television, radio. And what I wanted Sid Roth on here because he made a statement that he believes God wants Donald Trump to win this re, uh, his reelection effort. So we got a lot of questions to ask Sid Roth, and in a minute we'll get started and. I do want to tell you, I taped the show, and he he wanted to tell a little bit about where he came from and what got him into where he is now in the spiritual world as far as having guests on his show called It's Supernatural. So we're going to start out with that, but we got some interesting questions about this election and what Sid believes about it and why he thinks that God wants Donald Trump reelected. So stay tuned and listen to the whole interview. And because it gets interesting and more interesting as it goes. And to the end, he talks about a sports protest that he's doing. So listen to to the end and you'll find out what he means by that. And I do want to just take this moment to tell you next week we'll have our guest as our guest, Senator Marsha Blackburn. And I can't wait to get her on the show next week. So listen to Sid today and be mark on your calendars when we come up our new show, show uploads next week on Monday morning with us U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn. You don't want to miss that. Now, let's get to the interview with Sid Roth. And uh, before we do that, I did say I was going to say something about the polls. Yes, <laughs> poll numbers are tightening, and we've we've talked about polls. You can't trust them, and I don't. There's a lot of people who are for Trump that just won't answer polls. So when you see the polls tightening, when uh, when we had Joe Biden hiding Biden ahead by nine and ten points somewhere, it's going down to four and three. So it's uh, when you see Biden ahead by three or four, if it's like last uh, elections poll numbers, you're probably looking at about tied. So we we just keep following and watching. But what you got to realize is not how much you watch is how much you do so do what you can to get donald trump reelected, and get a republican house and senate very 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 important so get out there and work hard where you can find a place to uh, get out of your house and go help 
or get on the phones and call. Do something to help this conservative movement because the Marxists are working overtime. We have got to get out and work. So saying all that, let's uh, get Sid Roth on the phone right now. Uh, on today's show, we got uh, Sid Roth, and some of you may have heard of him, some of you may not. He has a television show called The Supernatural. And uh, Sid, welcome to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Well, I've been reading about you, Doc Holliday, and I'm looking forward to that also. <laughs> this well, interview. Well, this uh, this is an interesting time uh, to be alive, especially in America. We are seeing our country shaken by events. Uh, from uh, racial unrest to uh, a presidential election year, on top of a coronavirus uh, pandemic that likes the nation hasn't seen for at least a hundred years. So, in all of this mess, do you see God working, or is, are we just uh, running amok in chaos? Uh, well, I have to tell you, uh, prophets see in part and prophesy in part. The only one that knows it all is God himself. And I see a part of it, but I interview prophets, spokesmen for God that literally hear from heaven, such as the people that wrote the New Testament and the, and the, the, the Tanakh or the Jewish scriptures, uh, uh, and they report on what they see. And uh, I'll tell you what, if you report on what you read in the paper, you can be very, very pessimistic right now. But I am the most optimistic I've ever been in my life. And I've lived a, a long life because next month I turn 80 years of age. Oh, congratulations. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, Doc, I want to encourage uh, everyone listening. Uh, there was a famous uh, kinsman of mine. His name was Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabbi Moses. And Rabbi okay. Moses started his life at 80. When I say started his life at 80, that's when he had his encounter with God, and he rescued an entire nation, the Jewish people. And, and that is amazing to think, 80 years old, and he just got started. Um, but I know his key. I know his secret. And his secret is available to everyone. He camped out in... Uh, we call it, we Jews call it Shekinah. That, that's the manifest presence of God. And when you camp out in the glory, and that's another name for the manifest presence of God himself. You, you see, I believe that his presence has been around with us always. But the degree of his presence that's coming, and that's the part of the equation that I have seen, is a game changer for the world but especially for those that can camp out in the glory. Uh, you know, I, I know this will shock you, but Moses died at 120, and he would have lived longer if he had just followed God's directions, but he disobeyed God. So he only lived to 120. <laughs> I think 120 may be the new norm, Doc. Well, I, I've never heard it that way. He he would have lived longer, <laughs> but he had to die at 120. But, uh, well, look, if you live in the glory, you're not going to die at 120. In the glory, you don't get sick. In the glory, you don't age. In the glory, you don't worry. You're a doctor. You know stress causes most problems. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it does, and there's that peace that we all look for and uh, peace in our heart, and that's one reason I wanted you on our show, Sid. And, uh, the, uh, now, tell me, you are an Orthodox Jew. How do you be, how, how do you know Jesus and become a Christian and Jew and Christian? I, I don't quite understand that. Well, to be quite candid with you, let me just clarify something that is important to me as a Jew. I happen to have dual citizenship. I'm an Israeli as well as an American okay, and proud of both of my countries. Uh, I was raised in a traditional Jewish home, but uh, when I was bar mitzvah, I really only went to the shul or the synagogue uh, for the sake of my parents and friends. Uh, but uh, it wasn't relevant to me. My goal was to make a million dollars by 30. By 29, I had a top job with the top stockbroker's firm in the world, uh-huh. uh, and it looked like I was married. I had a child. Uh, it, it looked like the all-American dream, but uh, my goal was to be a millionaire by 30, and mm-hmm. I could see I was a far, far away from it. Uh, and so I did something I wasn't proud of. I left my wife. I left my daughter. Mm. I left my job. And I went searching for happiness. Doc, it's a big world out there if you're searching and you don't even know what you're searching for. Yeah. Mm. And uh, it, was, it, it was an emptiness inside of me. Uh, and as a Jew, I could knock on any door. I could knock on Buddhism. A lot of Jewish people are involved in Buddhism today, okay. which is totally forbidden by Torah. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, but I could knock on any door except Jesus, uh, because if you believe in Jesus, you're no longer Jewish. Uh, at least that's what the rabbis say. I believe if you believe in the Jewish Messiah, that makes you a real Jew. Uh, and if you don't, you're still Jewish. But you're not a real Jew unless you believe in the Jewish Messiah, which begs the question who the Messiah is. Okay. But I wasn't interested. I got involved in the New Age. I'll make a long story extremely short. I got involved in the New Age. I got over my head. If you ever read the book or saw the movie The Exorcist, uh-huh. that was me, Doc. Really? I was demon-possessed. Uh-oh. And what okay. does a Jew do that has a demon inside of them? Most prep. Christian pastors will send you to a psychiatrist. Most rabbis will send you to a psychiatrist. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, the truth is, uh, I wouldn't have gone to a Christian. I'm a Jew. so And I, I know the psychiatrist couldn't help me because it wasn't in my mind. I was dealing with an intelligent being that had invaded me. Uh, uh-huh. And I, I'm a very analytical type of person. Uh, and, and I had my scientific evidence. I knew it. And uh, I wanted it to leave, and I didn't have the power or ability or knowledge to get rid of it. And one night, some Christian friends said there's greater power in the name of Jesus, and if you're sinking in the ocean with no help, Doc, you don't care who throws you a a rope. Uh, And I had one rope. His name was Jesus. Mm. I didn't believe in him. It was the last name I'd ever want to say on my lips. But I cried out at the worst night of my life when life was so hard I didn't want to live. I didn't want to die, but life was too tough. And I'm sure mm. there are people listening to us right now. Uh, life yes. is too tough. And yes. it was too tough for me. I'm a strong, healthy, vibrant person, um, uh, active, uh, uh, and, uh, but every person has a breaking point. Every person. I don't care how strong you are. And 
I reached my breaking point. And that night I went to bed and I prayed a two-word prayer. Jesus, help. I was 30 Mm. at that time. I said, Jesus, help. That was my prayer. I didn't know how to repent. I didn't know know anything. All I Mm. knew was that was a name that could help me. So I prayed, Jesus, help. The next morning, Doc, this Mm. was uh, uh, 50 years ago, but Uh. the next morning, a presence was inside of my room. I experienced what I teach right now, uh-huh. the glory of God. Okay. And the glory of God invaded my room at that moment when I woke up. Mm. And it was so strong, Doc, that the demon that was inside of me could take the heat, and it left. Okay. <laughs> and then I, I had supernatural revelation knowledge that Jesus was my Messiah, just the way Paul the Apostle was knocked off his horse. I was literally knocked off my horse. And and Paul said that the Jew among Jews, Saul of Tarsus, that was his Hebrew name, Saul said, uh, uh, Lord, what do you want me to do? And that's where I was. God restored my marriage, my mind, set me free from the demon, and gave me a piece that a million dollars could not purchase. And that's, yeah. that's my story. <laughs> wow. That, and that, that tells people how to become rich, and not maybe not financially, but rich in life. So uh, I, I didn't know that, and I'm, I'm sure me and my listeners didn't, so I'm glad you uh, shared that. And what we really want to do, your background, and I know you of your television show, uh, you've had some people on, some pastors on, talking about this election, and you've got some basically saying that, you know, they believe God wants Trump to win and be reelected, and that's a uh, that, that's a big statement in America to say something like that. So, do you have anything to back that up? Absolutely. Uh, the first thing I have is a pragmatic research. Remember, I told you I'm a pretty logical guy. Um, uh, I am absolutely 100% sure, based on studying the Tanakh, that's the uh, Old Testament, uh, based on my studies, there are three things a nation does to be vomited out mm. of their nation. That's a, that's that's a big term, one. vomited out of the nation, but it, go ahead. Here are the three things, historically, biblically, that God frowns on a nation over. The first is child sacrifice. Mm. Today, it has a squeaky clean sounding word called abortion. But the purpose of child sacrifice is to draw blood to appease a false god. Mm. And the purpose of the devil wanting abortion in the world is to draw blood to appease the devil himself. So this child sacrifice, it's done in witchcraft, but it's done in abortion. And uh, this is how a a country can lose their nation easy, through child sacrifice. The second thing, according to the Torah, is the institution of marriage between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the third thing, according to the Torah, is to come against God's land. You notice I'm not saying the Jewish people's land. I'm not saying the Arab people's land. God calls Israel 
my land. But according to Psalm 105, verse 8 through 11, God says, I give the land. And in effect, uh, Doc, I think you might be a businessman too. Uh, In effect, God arranged a lease with the Jewish people. And the terms of the lease are in the Torah. And the terms are forever, I'm quoting exactly in English from the Hebrew, forever, everlasting, and for a thousand generations. Now, that's a pretty good lease, but it really belongs to God, not the Jews or the Arabs. We Jews lease the land of Israel. And God made a number of statements about this. God said that if you turn against the Jews, I will turn against you. And biblically and historically, that has been the history. So those three points are my main voting issues. Hmm. Forget the prophecies that are coming forth. That's debatable, but the Word of God is true. Let every man be a liar. But the Jewish Scriptures and the Christian Scriptures, and even the uh, Muslims accept the first five books of the Old Testament— so I might say Jews, Muslims, and Christians all agree that that is the Word of God. And the Word of God is very clear on these three issues. The Democrats have shown that they are against God's position on these three issues. President Trump has shown, and in a way that is magnificent, Why do I say magnificent? Because the Republicans and Democrats alike hate what he's doing. He's disrupting the good old boy system that has been going on for for the history of the country, and they don't like it because he is a patriot, a true patriot, as opposed to uh, a politician. And they want a slick-speaking politician from Hollywood uh, 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 running the country that will just literally uh, cause this country to sink like a sinking ship. Well, like a sinking ship, uh, we got to learn more, Sid, in just a minute. Got some more questions for you. But let me stop right here and remind our listeners, you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're speaking with Sid Roth. It's supernatural. He's in charge of the show cut by that name and exciting show so you can check that out and you can check him out googling youtube and and finding out more information about sid roth and his show that uh you can see on youtube but now let me remind you that you're listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics right here on webtalkradio.net that's webtalkradio.net and we're glad to have you a lot of people are tuning in to find out why sid believes God wants Donald Trump to win this presidential election. And we're glad you're here. we got some more great uh, questions and answers on the second half of this show. But I also want to remind you, we got a book. Uh, i got a book called Bedrock Truth. And that was written by me, Dr. Alveda King, Dr. Alex McFarland. And we would be glad to get a copy to you. If you want to order a book, you can go to the book cover on the front page of our web talk radio page and and order that book it'll take you to docholiday.org and there we got the book you can order and uh some more books you can take a look at so check that out and we'd be glad to 
if you'd order one of those books and right here we are finding out every week more and more about the election and sid has brought out some things i had not heard before and i'm sure some of you haven't and we're going to turn this uh, microphone back over with a question let me uh ask sid right now well, Sid, you, you had brought out some strong principles, and I, I do want to get in a couple of things that uh, I know some of our listeners we've talked about. And w one of the things you talk about the spiritual nature, and yet we have in this country a division. Uh, and I know you had a Kenan Bridges on and his dream, mm -hmm. and, and we don't have time to go into the whole dream, but just saying that there's some African American pastors, and I know you, on his on your program he talked about once he brought his dream out that other African-Americans contacted him, leaders that said they'd had dreams, they'd had visions, they'd had revelations that uh, Trump should be reelected. But it's such a no-no to say in the African-American community because 90, uh, 90, 95% of African-Americans vote uh, Democratic no matter what. Uh, Doc, Doc, did you by any chance hear night before last at the Republican convention Herschel Walker, one of the greatest football players of all yeah. time. I tell you, my he favorite. Yeah, I, I, I did, and he did good. My favorite line of the whole night was, uh, "Some people don't like the way President Trump does things." He said, "People didn't like when I ran over him on the football field either." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, 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 like, I, I like that line too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, and there's something in the spiritual realm. And I work a lot with African-American pastors, and I've had them on my show over the years. And, and one of the things that uh, so many will tell me, you know, once you say Donald Trump, you know, basically they stop listening because they've been taught that he is a, I mean, a boy in a China shop. He's just tearing things up, and he's, you know, he's up to no good, and he, he's a racist. They say all these things, and they've been taught that, but there's a so many African-American pastors who won't even, I mean, they uh, think about looking why they should even even attempt to understand Trump or try to vote for Trump. Well, it's, it's you know, it's not just African-Americans. It's half of America has been totally brainwashed. It started uh, with the uh, socialists getting control of our education system. Would you believe my six-year-old granddaughter got in from school one day and came up to my daughter, and she said, Mom, am I a boy or a girl? Mm. She was literally told you can choose mm. in public school. Mm. I mean, you know, enough is enough. All right, that's the, that, that is the, uh, uh, that's, they got control of the education system. They have control of Hollywood. They now have control of the sports industry. Uh, they have control of the news industry. I mean, I, I, I've studied uh, the, uh, the Holocaust. Uh, right. Most of my family was killed in the Holocaust. Uh, I, I, I studied because I could never understand how Hitler got such a stronghold over an entire nation. To right. be able to accomplish the horrible things he did, mm -hmm. you and I are seeing that happen in America right now. But I have hope, and my hope—it's more than hope. It's faith. Mm -hmm. It's faith. Is believing what I know that I know that I know will manifest soon. 
And that is what we spoke about at the front of the show. Uh And that is the presence of God is going to come on America in a degree that the world has never seen, never seen. Miracles we read about in the Bible, whether it's in the uh, Old Testament or the New Testament, whether it's Jewish or whether it's Christian or whether it's the five books of the Torah that Muslims accept, all believe that God did, D-I-D, miracle. I have spent my life now for the last 50 years researching miracles, and I have seen every miracle performed in the Bible, from uh, the dead being raised to people with uh, 50 malignant uh, uh, cancer tumors in their chest, PET scans before, PET scans after, all healed because they grabbed hold of the truth of healing of the Jewish Messiah. So, so you're uh, saying and, and, miracles. What I've seen is nothing, Doc, mm-hmm. nothing compared to what's coming. Mm. And so you say the miracles do happen today. You've seen them happen, and you really believe there's a miracle that's going to happen in our nation as far as a nationwide calling back to God? I believe we are about ready to see starting the end of this year, uh, a billion souls, not just um, making a profession of faith, oh, that would have been great, Mm -hmm. but I mean having experiential knowledge of God, and a man with an experience like I was is unstoppable, unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where... Look how unstoppable Paul was, Doc. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and we see him as one person, but, you know, people go, well, Billy Graham's died. And there's nobody's taking Billy Graham's place. There's not a, uh, there's not a national uh, figure that, uh, like Billy Graham was. Uh, so uh, where, where do you see that coming from? Huh. It's different. Okay. It's going to be all God. It's mm-hmm. not man and God. Uh, this is what is going to be different. When the manifest glory of God shows up, it's either the best day or the worst day for an individual. Why do I say worst Yeah, day? explain because that. Because when you're in pure holiness, when you're in pure love, if you have sin, it comes to the sur- surface. And this is what I, I'm going to paint you a picture of what is going to happen. In the biggest synagogue in Tupelo, Mississippi, or wherever someone's listening to us right Uh now, uh, the glory of God will come into a service on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. I'm not saying this Rosh Hashanah, but um, I'm using this as an illustration. Okay. Well, that's Feast of Trumpets for Christians. Uh, uh, But on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur, we Jews are in that synagogue praying and fasting and uh, uh, repenting of our sins for 10 days uh, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and we're sincerely doing this. But when the manifest presence of God shows up in that synagogue, the rabbi does not have to proclaim what's going on. The rabbi doesn't have to say, you sinners, the church pastor doesn't have to say, you sinners, repent of your sins, because when the presence of God comes, you either run or you repent. But mm. there is no in between. <laughs> mm. Okay, and that's what's ready to have it in Baltimore. Hey, 
Uh, I am. Uh, this is my own personal protest. It's okay. not anything I'm calling for nationally. But I can't watch sports anymore, and I'll tell you why. Why, why is I, that? I watch sports to zone out, mm-hmm. to relax, to really enjoy it. I really right. enjoy sports, Doc, mm-hmm. but uh, I can't enjoy sports that pulls politics in. I don't mm-hmm. want them to be Republican. I don't want them to be Democrat. I don't want them to be independent. I want them to play sports. And so my little protest is I'm not as hard. I'm not watching sports on TV. And I figure if it hits their pocketbook enough, maybe they'll make some changes. Well, that's a great way to end the show uh, because I know uh, we got to end up here. And I, I'd love to talk to you all day. Maybe we can get you back on again. But, but that uh, personal protest, I think a lot of people are joining you in that. And uh, we'll see because it, it will affect uh, athletes' pocketbooks after it affects the uh, – uh, the the team owner's pocketbooks, so uh, I bet that can cause some big changes. Well, but the most important thing is, it's not that God wants Trump. It's that Trump is God's man, and it's only God that will change this country. It won't be Republicans or Democrats or Donald Trump, but God picks his players, and he has picked President Trump to bless America. So pray for him. And get out and vote. Well, Sid, thank you for being on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thank you for expressing your uh, views in a in a in a very visionary uh, visual way. And and God bless you. God bless you, Doc. And that was Sid Roth from It's Supernatural, and he has a great television show, a big big audience. And I just wanted to get him on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics to give you an insight to some of the things that are people are saying in the spiritual world about this special uh, election for president of the United States. It's special because, like Newt said uh, a couple months ago, Newt Gingrich on the show and said, we have a presidential election unlike anything since 1860 that kicked off the Civil War. We don't want to kick off another Civil War. We want peace and Seems like Sid was very happy. Uh, said he was confident in saying that he believes that Donald Trump's going to be reelected from his spiritual view side. So just tell your friends and neighbors you think they'll be interested in this show. And let me tell you, next week we have Senator Marsha Blackburn, the conservative senator, United States senator from the state of Tennessee. She was a dynamic congresswoman. Now she serves in the Senate. And she was spectacular at the Republican National Convention as she got to speak there. And we are looking forward to having her on our show next week on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'll see you then. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.